So while I warm up some lunch right now, it's about 3.49. My mom gets off in about, I would say, 40 minutes. Uh, but she won't be home until almost 6.30. <laughs> um, I wanted to come on here and, you know, as a bit of a follow-up to the last video I did, um, well, I, I kind of talked about everything that's happened in the past 24, 12 hours, basically the past 24 hours, to put it that way, when it comes to WWE. Um, I wanted to also talk about one other thing. You see, right now, we do not know who is going to buy WWE if it gets bought at all. You know, whether it's, you know, the PFI of, the Saudi, of Saudi Arabia, who, by the way, I was thinking about this, the PFI, you know, despite what we may, you know, believe and justifiably so about Saudi Arabia, you know, despite what we may believe, we can't say whether or not, you know, the people that run the PFI offices, you know, feel the same way as those that have put a bad rep on that country. We can't say that. For we know the people that run the PFI offices are completely different. Like, they, they might be completely opposite to, you know, what the rest of the country is about. And they may be for progression. They may be for, you know, be more modernized, you know, um, you know, outside of the other country, men and women, or whatever. So, that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. So, again, we may not know everything about them, which is why I think some people are not too upset about them, and why people even say, hey, when you look at the fact that they own the Newcastle Unified team of the Premier League, and they say they're, they're basically almost hands-off, like they're not even there, although they own them, some would say that's kind of a silver lining, but you know, again, the reputation of the country, you know, says otherwise, and that's what causes a lot of people to have doubt, even if, you know, the people running these offices, you know, like I said, could be the complete opposite of the fellow countrymen and, and everything. But, the, re the reason I'm doing this video, too, is, like I said, it doesn't matter exactly who's going to potentially buy the company if it happens. I know Alex said in a video he did today, um, where he was basically thankful that nothing really came to pass, you know, on, you know, this rumored false story of a sale, uh, he still believes with a fire, with a smoke, this fire. So he still believes there's some validity to it. Um, he's just not sure exactly what that validity is, whether it is the PFI of Saudi Arabia or somebody else. But be that as it may, as I said in the video prior to this, as I said in the video prior to this, it, it's going to take time. It's going to take time, especially if you have this new lawsuit uh, facing Vince McMahon. Yeah, Vince McMahon has this new lawsuit that I talked about, which is considered a bre uh, breach of a fiducity lawsuit, which is, fiducity is, from what I understand, like, like I mentioned in the other video, from what I understand, is a trustee, money trustee, and whatever. And essentially, as more information has come out, basically the lawsuit would point out that Vince essentially uh, for, not only forced his way back onto the board and eventually as chairman, but he did so in a way that was against the agreement. And because of that, it could you know, potentially lead to him being removed, you know, if the lawsuit falls through. And there are more documentations 
going the way of the law office of Scott and Scott, there's even a documentation that Alex put out that shows this as well, that, you know, pretty much is evidence of these proceedings potentially happening. Now, did Vince know what he was getting into when he did this? Probably not. Maybe he was just so focused of, you know, he wants control of his company again that he didn't realize that, you know, throughout time, throughout the years and decades, things change. And that what you used to be able to pull off in the past, nowadays you can't do. You can't pull off that kind of stuff, you know, without kind of consequence or repercussion. So with that lawsuit looming as well, you know, there is a process in the sale. You see, even a lot of people that have been part of sales as well, of, you know, the companies they work, to, or work for, you know, that have been part of it and have seen, basically, you know, their companies get bought out by other companies, you know, sometimes it takes a while. It takes a process for, you know, the, the sale to be complete. You know, it takes various steps takes various steps, and that's my lunch getting uh, done right now in the microwave. But like I said, it takes various steps for it to process and complete. I mean, we, I mean, here's the thing. You think when Disney, you know, bought out Lucasfilms, Marvel Studios, and, um, event, and recently 20th Century Fox made it 20th Century Studios, do you think Disney just automatically so, you know, bought it overnight, that it got sold to them overnight? No. It took a process. It took various steps to make it happen. I mean, yeah, when it hit, it was like, it came out of nowhere. It's like, whoa, where did this, you know, where, where did this come from? When did this happen? But behind the scenes, you know, it took, you know, various steps, like, Disney, when it came to a lot of those properties, made a proposal and said, look, you know, we want to buy out Marvel Studios. We want to buy out 20th Century Fox. You know, we want to buy out Lucasfilms, and we want them to be part of our family. I mean, what, what is it? Almost like 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I think around this time frame, or actually, well, not 20 years ago, but 30 years ago. 30 years ago, actually, um, around this time frame, there's no doubt that they started the process to buy ABC. They did. They started the process to buy American, the American Broadcasting uh, Network, or American Broadcasting Company. So, it takes a process. They gotta, basically, as people have said, they gotta put the bid out there, you know, to, to buy it. And the people that, you know, uh, on the, that are on the other side, that are, you know, part of the sale, you know, they have to, you know, like I said, they have to show their shareholders, their, tra their you know, stock traders, their stockholders, their partners, their sponsors and all that, whoever's associated with them, they have to show them and get approval from them, you know, the, the bid that's been put in by the other company to buy them out to, you know, see whether or not the, buy the sale can, you know, be finalized. You know, and that's kind of what Disney had to go through. Disney had to wait for Lucasfilms, 20th Century Fox, and Marvel Studios to get the okay across the board, which obviously did unanimously on those separate transactions, to allow the process to Disney to be 
to be finalized, to be official, so that Disney can gain ownership. You know, that, that's the truth. You know, that is the truth. I mean, you look at, you know, Discovery, right? Dis you know, here's the thing about Discovery. Yeah, they did buy Warner Brothers, but they officially did not become Warner Brothers Discovery until a certain timetable. It wasn't overnight to where, okay, Discovery now owns Warner Brothers, they are now automatically Warner Brothers Discovery. No, it took time. When the announcement came out about, what was it, 2021, 2020? You know, that transaction happening, it took time, but they said that by the summer of 2022, at least, the sale would be complete. So it took a while for that to happen. It took a while for that to happen. And now, as we speak, Warner Brothers Discovery is a merger of both entities. And by the summer or spring this year, both streaming services will be as one under the possible Max name. So it takes time for a lot of things to happen, for a sale like that to happen. You know, the same thing with, you know, from a, sport, from a sporting analogy, it's the same thing with, when teams, you know, move from different cities or states, you know, after having a tenure in the, uh, in the first original, in the home of the origin, if you will. I mean, for example, Montreal Expos. You know, when they became the Washington Nationals, do you think they became the Nationals overnight? No, it was a process. It was an agreement of, okay, we're going to get you a new stadium, you know, to play in. Uh, but for the time being, when you do finally come, RFK Stadium will be your home. It'll temporarily be one of those hybrid stadiums of baseball and football. And that's it. You know, that's it. And they waited. They waited for the proposal to be finalized on the uh, Washington, D.C. part, as well as the Montreal part, if you will. The transaction took time. Maybe not as long as, let's say, you know, Disney buying, their, buying up the properties they bought, or the same with Discovery buying out Warner Brothers. You know, it took, you know, maybe it didn't take that long of a time, but still, it was a process. And eventually, when it got finalized, that's when they re unveiled the new national uh, uniforms and made it official that they were going to Washington from Montreal. You know, it's not like with Baltimore Colts becoming the Indianapolis Colts, where basically they just took the team from Baltimore to Indianapolis overnight. No. I mean, yeah, there was a process, there was a deal in place, but because of, what, but, but because of the way they handled it, from what I understand, that's what caused the NFL to put the rules in place that, hey, you have to give it time. You have to let the fans know. You have to make sure everything is, you know, a done deal. All these steps are taken in place before you could do such things. I mean, that's why when you look at the fact that, you know, talk is out there of the Jacksonville Jaguars moving to London or the Bills moving to Toronto or whatever... Yeah, these are possibilities, but there's nothing finalized about it. Yeah, people could put out the rumors of, oh, it's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen next year. Sales and uh, imminent and all that. But there's no validity to it because we don't know whether or not it's true. And if it is true, it's a process that takes place because they got to go through the very steps, uh, steps, I should say, not stakes, but steps uh, to make this move, this transaction, if you will, 
you know, a reality if they do it. I mean, if there is strong consideration, you know, to move Jacksonville to London after the successful season they've had this year, you know, making the playoffs and all that, uh, basically, if there is a transaction going on, then it's, t then it's a transaction that is, you know, not known right now because they want to focus on, play on the playoffs and everything. But it's basically a tra transaction that's probably in the pre-start pre of happening. They're basically probably trying to see what, what factors have to you know, be you know, looked into and worked on before they can fully make, the tra make this move and transaction occur. You know, the same with, the same with, you know, the same with let's say, baseball. I mean, there's rumors that people, there's rumors that the Oakland A's offices, they want to move the team to other locations unless there's a new stadium in play. And right now, it looks like they are going to get a new stadium, thank God, hopefully, you know, in Oakland. But there was reports of, well, if it doesn't happen, they got to move the team. The team's going to move. Well, where would the team go? Various places putting in bids to get the A's are Las Vegas, Portland, Nashville, you name it. You know, San Antonio. They're all putting bids. They're all being considered. Just like WWE is looking at the PFI of Saudi Arabia, Comcast. You know, they're looking at Disney. They're looking at Fox. They're looking at, you know, Warner Brothers Discovery, Netflix, Amazon, Endeavor, Liberty Media. You know, they're looking at all of them as potential, you know, bidders. Well, not just as bidders, but as bidders, as, you know, to be, you know, potential buyers. That's what they're, that's what they're looking at. But, but here's the thing. The one that puts in the most bid financially will be the one that gets, you know, the WWE. Just like, you know, who, whatever city, if nothing was reached to try to get a new facility, a new stadium venue for the A's in Oakland, you know, made... Whatever you know, city that I name puts in the most financial bid to get the A's to move over to their area, that would be the city that would get them. But it would take a process to make sure everything is, you know, on the up and up, you know, and all the steps precautionally, you know, uh, are taken to make the transaction final. It's also the same with, let's say, college sports. You know, they may not be as, you know, much of a transactional situation as let's say pro sports, but when you're moving a team from one conference to another, it takes time. Which is why when a team makes the announcement like Oklahoma and Texas did, that they're going from the Big 12 to the SEC, they basically gave a timetable of, hey, we're going to arrive there by 2025. Why? Because not only do they want to fulfill their obligations to the Big 12, but they also know there is a procedure that takes place that, you know, they have to go through to make sure everything is, you know, on the up and up before they can officially make that move. Because if something does come up and it interferes with that move, then, you know, there's no way they'll be able to go to the SEC and they would have to remain in the Big 12. Or maybe even go uh, temporarily into the independence with the likes of Notre Dame. You know, the same with USC and UCLA. Yeah, they did it in a way that's pretty much being investigated, mostly on UCLA's part and somewhat USC's part by Gavin Newsom and others as to 
wondering how they were able to do this and get away with it because they're going from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten, you know, uh, within the next few years, which I think is like 2024, 2025 at the latest. But even though despite the difference on how they were able to make the move or make the announcement of the move happening, you know, at least despite being investigated, they're still trying, as crazy as it sounds, to take the proper steps needed to make sure everything is on the up and up. And this is why you don't really hear much about these conference moves right now because they're still in the process of making sure everything is a go. Because if something does happen and it interferes with these procedures, then again, they may end up going to the independents because they're no longer affiliated with the conferences they're leaving. Or they may have to work out an additional year you know, of a deal to remain in the conference that they intended to leave at such time because something came up. You know, basically, when we get back to it with WWE, coming back to WWE here, that's essentially what's going to happen no matter who the winner uh, is in, try in you know, having the company sold to them. It's going to take time. It's going to take, you know, a lot of time, you know, various steps throughout the year, mostly, you know, at the latest, for the transaction to be final. It is. And if you have a lawsuit, like what's, you know, coming up now, now thanks to Scott and Scott, towards Vince McMahon for breaching um, uh, his fiduciary uh, agreement, you know, his trustee agreement by forcing his way back into WWE's board and his board of director, uh, uh, executive chairman, I should say, you know, that too can be a major, major obstacle because the last thing that they're going to want to do when trying to present a sale to any potential buyer is say, oh yeah, by the way, our chairman is probably not going to really be here with us much longer because he's being investigated for forcing his way in illegally. Or forcing his way back in illegally. You know, so that's going to be a major obstacle that right now is going to halt any sale because any potential buyer, even the Saudis, believe it or not, are not going to want to deal with something that would take them to court for basically overlooking, you know, this investigation or ignoring this investigation of a guy that basically forced his way back onto the board by breaking an agreement he agreed to, he signed to. So, so yeah, it's going to take a process and this lawsuit may put the sale or any potential sale in the future to a halt for the time being. So it's going to be... So to me, it's going to be a process, and it's going to take time, a lot of time, if you will. And I know people know, don't want to hear that, and they probably believe otherwise. And again, that goes back to the trust and belief audio video I did the other day. And I don't blame you on that. But I think, honestly, the processes, the steps they're going to have to take to make this happen are going to take a lot longer thanks to this lawsuit standing in the way, too. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. Comment below, live chat during the premiere. How do you feel about all this? Do you think, even though I don't know much about business, that I'm pretty much spot on on what I said on how long it will take for a transaction to take place of any kind? Let me know. And until then, guys, I will talk to you all later.